Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. This is the uh, the left leaning politics and um, atheist, atheist show. I mean, I guess we are. Yeah, we are. I mean, we are atheists, but we're not rocks. Uh, never mind. We're going <laughs> to talk about that later. Uh, and we're going to go. We're all headed straight to hell. Uh, we're we're glad to have you along for the ride. This is episode number three hundred and six, and we're so glad to have everyone here with us. Uh, I'm your host for this and every other episode, and I go by the name X only because. I don't actually have a good excuse this week. I had to bleep out the one I did last week because I'm I, I did the uh, the SpongeBob dolphin curse word thing that happened. Just, I hope somebody appreciated that one. But uh, joining me as usual, actually not usual. Uh, Joe, you're here, so you're kind of usual. <laughs> Hello, everybody. But uh, joining us as our unusual guest, we have uh, Bicycle Legs, who joins us on the Patreon live streams a lot of the time. And uh, from out of nowhere, from the comments section, we have Coral, who's joining us. So welcome. Welcome Hi, to the show. Hi, guys. Hi, everyone. So now that the new week is here, is there uh, is there anything you guys might want to talk about? Is uh, I, I have something that's just more of a, a stupid little anecdote where... Uh, I've been trying to be a little bit healthier, trying to do a little bit more exercise and stuff. And uh, a lot of that comes with uh, riding a bicycle. And because I can't run every day because my knees fucking hate me for it. I'm I'm a big guy and running every day kind of wears you down really quickly. So I go bicycle riding every every other day. And my my bike has a a new upgrade this year where I bought the, the cleats that you wear with it that has the clip in. You know, the, the, the clips that go into the bicycle pedals so you don't have to worry about uh, toe cages because toe cages suck. And so when you're pedaling, you can lift your leg to help you pedal instead of, you know, just always pushing down on the whole thing. It, it It's a whole thing. It, people don't really give a shit about this whole topic, but it's just one of those things where it's like you worry about getting them because your feet are essentially at the point where you clip into the bicycle belonging to the bicycle. I always felt like I was going to fall over and, like, just eat shit. And that's where I'm headed, because (laughs) it's just one of those things where I took a different path than I normally take, and it doesn't matter how far I go up these rides, but it's just one of those things where I was going out for a normal ride, and I usually unclip one foot as I'm going around the gates on this uh, the path that we have. We have a a rail line that was repurposed because they shut down the rail line. And they've turned it into a like a biking jogging path. So it's like 40 miles one direction, 20 miles another direction. I can just go as far as I want to. It's great. Sounds awesome. But the problem is like you still have major thoroughfares that you have to cross 
um, for like the main roads that we have out here. It'd be great if they had bridges. They're not going to do that. But uh, going around these stupid little gates that you have to to get into the main street because they don't want some they don't want assholes like me to ride their bike ten miles an hour into oncoming traffic. They they have these security gates. So I unclip a foot and I get ready to come to a stop, and I uh, I put way too much weight on this side that's clipped in still instead of the foot that's loose, <laughs> and so I'm standing there. A dead stop, not not going anywhere, just waiting for traffic to go by, and I just eat ass. I just entire <laughs> my my whole body just shifts to the right, and I fucking topple over. It wouldn't be so bad if there was like grass nearby or anything, and I'm happy that only one vehicle passed in the time where like I had fallen over and I picked my fat ass back up and got back on my bicycle. But like at the same time, I fell over, and it was just all rocks and concrete and thorns and shit it was just a really non-kept up part of the fucking path and so 300 pound guy riding a bicycle that fell over just just at a dead stop just imagine like okay i'm ready to stop and then all of a sudden just fucking just <laughs> fell right over just like not no forward momentum at all it must have been the funniest fucking thing that person saw that day They're like is he okay did he just die and he just... and so i picked myself up I pick myself up and I have I have a scrape on my my shin and my knee. That's probably if you were to give it surface area, I've probably got about like seven square inches of like scraped up leg down here. And the other problem the other problem I have is that I landed like right on my hip and I'm 40 and I'm I felt that one for a good couple of days. But when you wear regular good bicycle shorts, you're not supposed to wear anything else with them. You're supposed to just wear that. <laughs> and they're pretty they're kind of sheer so when i fell over there were rocks and pebbles and shit that managed to scrape up my whole thigh as well like <laughs> like so i have road rash from like where my butt is all the way down to like my shin and it's hurt like a motherfucker for the first couple of days like it, it's better now but it's like it's scabby and it, there's such surface level like scratches that it's like they're healing up pretty quickly but at the same time they fucking itch right now and it's the worst yeah. eat it so yeah that was my uh, my funniest thing that happened to me this week just eating ass at a dead stop like just falling <laughs> over onto my side and like you you tell yourself when you get these toe clips that you're like there's no way i'm gonna fall over that's not gonna happen i'm smarter than this that only idiots fall over when they're fucking clipped in that that's the only so now I've made sure I get both feet unclipped most of the time, but it's just it's one of those things where you just it, it's like you never thought it would happen to you, but dear penthouse letters, I fell on my fat ass the <laughs> when I was riding my bike this week. The first time I ever fell off a horse when I was riding horses as a teenager, the horse was completely stationary. <laughs> <laughs> it was we were doing this thing where you were supposed to be able to open and close a gate while you were mounted. Yeah. And I just leaned over just a little just bit enough. too much and went... <laughs> <laughs> just just so. enough where gravity goes, hey, you're mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> I want to ride my bicycle. I want to ride well. And it's, oh. it's a great fucking workout. Like, it's the closest okay. thing you're going to get to flying is cycling on a nice flat area and you have a good geared bicycle. You can get to like 20-something miles an hour. It's great because you're powering yourself. You didn't have to worry about like fossil fuels or anything. And that's just me. I, I, I 
really enjoyed cycling, but at the same time, it's like some of the dumbest fucking accidents have happened riding a bicycle. It's like, I'm 40. I should know better. I should really know better by now. So, all right, I've rambled on too long. Joe, uh, Coral, Bicycle Legs, anything you guys want to talk about for this week? Well, last week I was listening to you guys, and all of a sudden, it was like across between Ohio players and the tramp. Fire. <laughs> yeah, across the block away, we had a nice big fire that burned up three buildings. Oh, no. Yeah, they're, they're, there's gentrification going on. And what they're doing, they're tearing down the old apartment buildings, which are under rent control. And they're building these new buildings that are Looted from rent control and where they can charge two or three times more rent. Yay, capitalism. Yeah. 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 So that was the fun Saturday night. The smoke (laughs) came in here and it was smoke bacon when I got up in the morning. Okay. That's just it. It's a cloying smell. It just doesn't go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then. I didn't realize it when we had the last earthquake here. There's a crack in my bathroom ceiling, so they had to come in here and fix it. And, well, I got <laughs> Yeah, I'm just wondering what's next, man. What's next? What's next? So that was my excitement this oh. week. Hey, it's just the end of the world next week, Joe. That's fine. <laughs> we'll be doing this show in hell. That's fine. Hey, Realize who the guest you can get, man. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Be incredible. I mean, you could just sit there. You could be like Merv Griffin, and on the couch, you could have like uh, Hitler, and you 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 could have Karl Marx and Stalin, and let's see, Jesus. Who else? Yeah, not have Hitler. Though. No, I don't want Hitler. I'll have Jesus on the show. Because he's yeah, roasting right. in hell, too. <laughs> Get offended, people. Get offended. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? Imagine the band that you'd have in the show from oh. hell. Hell, you realize who would be down there, like Jimi Hendrix. Pretty much every good musician would be there. Yeah. yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, I don't know why, when you said, I was thinking this before you said sex, but I'm like, Bozo the Clown would be there. <laughs> well, I mean, it's but hey, that kind of works. I mean, he always yeah. wanted you to put the ball ball into the bucket. You know, that's no. just practice. For- that brings back memories <laughs> when I was a kid, and we had a live bozo show in Pittsburgh, and it was on Saturday. They didn't have it on delay, and bozo joke time. And one of the kids got up and said, "Hey, bozo, how's a woman like an oven?" He goes, "I don't know, bozo pal." How's a woman like it up? He says, you gotta get them both hot before you stick the meat in. And then he says, that's a bozo no-no. He says, hey, shit, clown on live TV. (laughs) Oh, that is amazing. That is amazing. I just remember Chicago Bozo. That was like, it was on all of the, it was, when I lived in Arkansas as a kid, that was on there pretty regularly. We we caught the the rebroadcasts of that throughout the day. It was always throwing the ping pong balls into the different buckets. And it's like the number one was like you kids just had to lean over and put a ping pong ball in. And then there were some kids that would even fuck that up. <laughs> it was <just laughs> great. Uh, They're extra special. <laughs> the Bozo Show in Pittsburgh had a gerbil race. 
Oh no. Richard Gere's calling saying, please stay away from me. But there were three It's unconfirmed. Gerbils. Three gerbils and the kids had to guess which gerbil was gonna win. Oh man. The one that smells like shit. <laughs> that's the one that's gonna win. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> coral <laughs> bicycle legs. You guys go ahead. Anything you guys want to talk please, about for the week? Please. I don't want to have any more flesh. Well, I didn't have much going on this week. I think probably the, the most interesting <laughs> thing happened to me this week was yesterday. I won a thirty dollar voucher from one of my favorite record sellers on Facebook, just because I happened to know that the Beatles had once performed under the name Johnny and the Moondogs. That's an interesting pseudonym. Right, that's interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, it was very brief, and it was before they finally settled on the name Beatles. But John Lennon was obviously the Johnny, and Paul and, and George were the Moondogs. So, with or without Pete Best? I, I think this was before Pete had come along. It often, uh, before they got Pete Best, they often went drummerless, and um, <laughs> and um, they'd go um, to venues, and the the venue owner would be like, "Where's your drummer?" And their their pat response would be, "Rhythms in the guitars, man." <laughs> Sorry, worst Liverpoolian accent ever, but um, that's okay. It's as good yeah. as my Australian. I mean, they only got Pete Best because they needed a drummer to go to Hamburg. They never actually liked him. They never thought he was that good. They just had to have a drummer to go to Hamburg. Oh, no. <laughs> Boy, bit, that makes Pete feel good. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know a ton of uh, Beatle history, but I'm glad somebody out there does. So congratulations on winning the uh, the cash out there. As oh, long as you, you didn't have to hey. throw ping pong balls into buckets, you're good there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Coral, Coral, bring us home. What what have you got going on? Oh, I, the highlight of my life right now is being on the show because I've been oh. fangirling <laughs> for the last what three years? Two, yeah, three, two, yeah, pretty much. So I mean, this is it. I what? I could die right now, and my my life is made. <laughs> No, no, aim higher. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, my hire is to be on one and actually be able to meet Felicia and Kyle. That would be awesome. <laughs> we'll see if we can make that work in the future. It's just a matter of they they weren't they were not here this week, so we have the uh, we I won't say the B list because you guys are fucking awesome. Let's just say we we had to bring in the replacements. How about that? That that's better. So you don't want to say your second string or anything like that because that's that's Sorry, integrating. In Instantly thought of it, they might be Giants song there because they actually did a song called um, "Where the Replacement." And I was thinking, oh, thinking of the thinking shitty of Keanu Reeves movie, right? Me too. With the football. <laughs> Which actually wasn't that terrible of a movie, but it's a it's a football movie. So it's, it's a, a football thing. movie. Football. It's a sports movie. <laughs> yeah, you got the you got the sports ball wrong half the time. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, as far as people in Hollywood, at least Keanu Reeves doesn't have anything against him, right? Now, let's just put it that way. This is true. <laughs> He's actually a pretty freaking awesome dude. Like, he just surprises people with good deeds and charity and well, stuff like that. I'm surprised he went back and gave through Alex Winter a bone and let him do that fucking third. <laughs> oh yeah, John Wick movie that's coming out. Oh, that one. 
are you kidding me? Like, why do we need a third one of these? It's- I saw the preview, though, and it actually looks really awesome. <laughs> well, and here's the thing, like going back as we were talking, um, Christ, it was before even the patron show. This was not even patron show. It was the uh, before the live stream talking about major pain and how you shouldn't go oh. back and watch that. Oh, yeah. oh. Don't go back and watch the second um, <laughs> Bill and Ted movie because they dropped the F slur against gay people multiple, multiple times. <laughs> and I'm just like, come on. Were we not better than that in the fucking 90s? And no. no, no, no. <laughs> we were. It's fucking everywhere. I go back and watch all sorts of shit. It's just like there's rampant transphobia. There's fucking oh, yeah. like homophobia that's out there. Yep. And it's just like, no wonder we've got a fucking whole bunch of people that are shitty right now. It's just like, that's what we always called them back then. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, but people can improve. I mean, you know, probably back in the 90s, I was one of those people. Right. You know? and, um, and unabashedly, I'm sure I said the F slur a couple of times myself, but at the same time, I didn't. It was ignorance. You didn't realize yeah. that that it was a harmful thing to say because you heard pop people saying you know just yeah and not not with ending with the ot but just the short version of it you know just the yeah <sighs> it oh, just come was on, man. the it, slang it, of the or, time at the time and doesn't make it right but well in the slang here in utah for the longest yeah. time is like oh man that's so gay you know that's so gay yeah that was just it's, everywhere it's, yep. oh that was really big oh yeah. 60s 70s high school hell that's what you heard Mm. Yep. Yeah, it's just too bad. But before we get too much more serious here, let's go ahead and uh, get on to the regular show for the what we have for you guys this week. Uh, I'm going to pass you guys off to the commercial like we normally do. Uh, but if you're, unless you're a patron, then you just get some funny stuff. But uh, this is the Utah Outcast, and we will be right Hi, I'm Amy with a Y, and I live in Minnesota. And I'm Amy with an I, and I live in Texas. And we're the hosts of Secular Soup, where each week we offer up a bowl of real talk about atheism, feminism, politics, parenting, and whatever else we want to talk about because it's our podcast. Just listen to what these random dudes are saying about our show. They used to have that cartoon, Daria. This is what would happen if Daria and Jane grew up and started a podcast. So if you like extremely foul-mouthed ladies with opinions, this is the podcast for you. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold and you can join us on all the social medias just search for secular soup podcast in the google machine take it from your old friend eli bosnick grab a bowl and taste the magic slurp even this we are safe that's just a stupid boulder it's not just a boulder it's a rock okay earlier this week um i was kind of a low-key just kind of stalking my friend evans um uh he he's one of the four people that is on the uh objectively subjective actually it's just he's gone back to godless iowa now godless iowa now but he's uh he's on their live stream and evans is a cool guy and he's really into philosophy really into understanding what knowledge is and where it comes from and everything cares more about like stoicism and philosophy more than i ever will i uh, my philosophy is found at the bottom of a beer bottle that, that that's what it is it's just i i'm a i'm an everyday man i i don't have to think very hard if i don't think at all that's a good day for me but um 
sometimes you can't help it. But anyway, so Steve Bauman, who's one of our uh, fans as well, uh, came out with a list that says new place of hierarchy in dumb. And it says number one, flat earthers, two anti-vaxxers, three anti-mask, four young earth creationists, five creationists, six reality TV watchers. And then number seven is the one that this is, a. Uh, this is kind of funny because I'm sure it came before this, but it says people who argue that rocks are atheists. And look, man, I understand that Twitter's a fun place to hang out and it's a good place to, you know, have back and forth with people. But just because it's like on any other social media, just because somebody says something stupid or somebody says something that you don't like doesn't mean you need to engage with it. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, walk like past. that's like half like, of my fun. Like, don't take my fun away. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing, and and I'm not speaking on what your kind of what your time what time that you have to spend doing this every day. But you would think somebody that is the face of multinational atheist conglomerate, not conglomerates, like corporate, not even corporations. Uh, uh, what would you call them? nonprofits and stuff? Organizations. Oh. A guy that spends most of his time studying phylogeny and where fossils fit into what part of the fossil record. Like you would think that this guy would be too busy to do this. And if you're wondering who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Aaron raw, Aaron raw on the 1st of August. And I, I like Aaron. I, I have quite a bit of, um, like for the guy. If I ever met him, it'd be fun to have drinks with him. And I, I can't help myself. I can't help myself after this thread coming out going, Man, you're not doing yourself any service here. You're you're not making you're you're giving ammunition to the creationists. You know that's what I'm yeah. I'm thinking at this point because he fired back saying rocks are atheists, and everybody, and this just fired off the whole thing. And I'm I'm there might have been something before it. I don't know, but he says rocks are atheists, and of course, um, Stephen Steve Bauman says no, they aren't. I asked one. It just scared him. <laughs> she pretty much sums it up, too. It's like, I know, I know what's being said on the argument, but it's stupid. Rocks don't have minds to make a decision. That's not a hill. That's not a hill to die on. I can attach any label to any inanimate object and argue it effectively. It's still not reality. And well, he's this about five days later, around. he's like, for five days later, he's like, for fuck's sake, is this still going on? Can't you all get together on a goddamn stream and just salad toss about this? There? <laughs> <laughs> uh so as i said that's half the fun is just arguing and you know it's mental masturbation let's have fun well that's the thing is that i i like the rigor that people are going through this with this whole thing it's like the whole okay. our, our taco sandwiches thing that we had there mm -hmm. for a while or uh our pop tarts pasta or you know whatever the fuck they were talking about where it mm -hmm. had you thinking about this whole thing but um I'm trying to scroll through it because I thought my friend Evans, his stuff would be in here I'm trying to it'd be on his own. Probably. I just got to look it up real quick. Anyway, he was, he was talking about how if it doesn't have uh sapience, it can't have a belief because beliefs are based upon whether or not you can think about things or understand things or, you know, uh, but Aaron's going with the, the textbook definition, probably the second bullet point when you look up atheism. Where it's uh, atheism is a, a lack of belief in a god or gods. And most of us use that one. And Evans and a lot of other people are just trying to say, hey, 
Aaron, you know, people might have different definitions for words, right? You know, and he, are fluid. <laughs> he doesn't want to. He, he doesn't want to concede that point that not everybody's definition of atheist is the one that we're using here. And uh, I'm just going to bring it up quick. And in, in order to Evans asked him, hey, would you would you please find um, give me a hypothetical of how this works? And so Aaron's first step, he's like, okay, so here, I'm going to prove it to you. This is, I'm going to prove it. Let's picture a species of aliens that are visiting Earth that have no belief in a God and they don't know what a God is. And Evans is like, so this species of aliens, he's like, yeah, they have sapience, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, how would they be talking to you? Yeah. And he's just like, ding, hey, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> pulling his fucking hair out. Like, how are you not seeing this? That this analogy doesn't work. <laughs> and Evans, he, he's had more fun with it this whole week. He's like, and the, the person that's a actual theist says, but how am I an atheist then? He's like, theists are atheists too, is what Evans is saying. <laughs> he's just kind of going into the, the land of the absurd. And I've posted multiple popcorn pictures of just like, eating popcorn because i'm like i'm just sucking this whole thing up here and I'm like it's been really fun but at the same time it's like dude Aaron, just stop just give it a rest and move on to something else because you're not doing yourself any favors here so but i've never understood why people like Aaron as well i mean just forget the rocks are atheists bit for a bit why he insists on people who self-identify as agnostic saying no you're an atheist it's like, well, maybe technically by your definition they are, but if they choose not to identify as an atheist, why label them as an atheist? You are not making friends here. And that's the thing is that as 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 PC as we are in this world, it's just you have to respect what people's labels are because yes. that's supposed to be shortcut as into how you can understand who they are and what they are kind of thing. It, it's. It's a it's a cheat code in order to understand people's position on a lot of things. So it's like absolutely like when people go, I'm woke. First of all, don't don't fucking say that about yourself. But at the <laughs> yeah. same time, that communicates multiple things. You know, it, it could mean this. It could mean that. But at the same time, when someone says they're agnostic, just go. Cool, you're agnostic. Double thumbs up here. It's just you don't have to go. Well, why don't you take a fucking position, you pussy? You know, you don't need to like. <laughs> You know, be like, I, well, yeah, you but, don't believe in a god because you know you can't. And it's where definitions matter in this whole thing. It's like you could be agnostic and an, and an atheist at the same time, but yeah. pushing somebody that doesn't want to call themselves an atheist to tell them that they are an atheist is you bullying. Them. Right? Don't yeah, tell me and, what to think and what to what yeah. to label myself because <laughs> and, it's my decision to choose what label I think that works for what I believe. And everybody has a different what they believe that their 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 viewpoints in the world are and so yeah. if you're sitting there saying i can only be a part of this group if i use this label then um uh, i don't know if i want to be part of your group yeah. <laughs> like, but also i think there's and, and as much as i don't like sort of slippery slope thin end of the wedge kind of argument if you are insisting that someone is something no, you're not an agnostic, you're an atheist. 
that sort of reasoning can be used by transphobes and people like that to say, no, you're not what you think you are, you are this, and I've got no time for that sort of shit. You know, when, he, when he's talking about The Rock, I'm remembering one part of the Andromeda strain where they were talking about something that was living, and I found it here. And it says, the scientist brought up a rock, and he said, this is alive. It is living, breathing, walking, and talking, only we can't see it because it's happening too slowly. Rock has a lifespan of billions of years. We have a lifespan of 60 or 70 years. We can't see what's happening to this rock for the same reason we can't make out the tune on a record being played at the rate of one revolution every millennium. And the rock, for its part, isn't even aware of our existence because we are alive for only a brief instant of its lifespan. To it, we're like flashes in the dark. So he was using that as an argument that the rock was alive. I'm sorry, yeah. that, that just brought me up. And Evans here says, um, it, quoting Aaron Raw, Religion is all make-believe. And then also, Aaron Raw, rocks are atheists, and I'll prove it with a hypothetical in which you're an alien ambassador. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's fucking ridiculous. And Mm -hmm. I think we we should have better things to do with our time. And I'm speaking of Aaron here because I have nothing better to do with my time than to rip on this (laughs) shit because that's how I've been doing this for five years. (laughs) Yeah. I, I would just love to see a spaceship come down and land and 50 aliens come out and start chanting Hare Krishna and, <laughs> and, then, and then see all, all these right-wing pimps have a meltdown. <laughs> I find it amazing, like we were talking about older movies that you go back and watch and how the references are dated. Christ, you go back and watch late 70s, early oh. 80s movies, how many references there are to Hare Krishna and this is like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah! Kids in 2020 be like, what's that? And I'd be like, oh, well, let Grampy X tell you here what's going on. <laughs> and and by the 80s, that was already kind of a dated reference anyway. Yeah. I mean, especially like watching Stripes and they all get their hair chopped off and Harold Ramos starts singing, Hare Krishna. <laughs> I remember back then that was an old fucking reference. So, yeah, I agree with yeah. you there. And Stripes was what, 80, 81, 82? Stripes was something like that. It was um 80. Yeah, and it's too bad what happened to Sergeant Hulka. That guy was a good actor. I liked him. He he didn't make it past that movie. <laughs> Aww. I think he died shortly after that. So, uh, anyway, God, we're getting off into the the tangent here because that's what we do. Um, it, it's funny. Go out there and look up Aaron Raw and see all of the the defense that he's putting out there about rocks being atheists. And guys, it doesn't fucking matter. It it doesn't matter. And at the same time, if you've said something stupid have the have the temerity just to say man that was fucking stupid i shouldn't have said that you know or just or at least be humble enough to know maybe i shouldn't be talking about i'm good talking about this topic i'm good talking about this other topic but when it comes to like philosophy there are people that have phds in philosophy that you're talking about here and i'm not saying that you have to have a phd in order to be a expert on this whole thing but I'm I'm much more willing to give it to the people that have like bachelor's, master's, or PhDs in philosophy when it comes to topics of sapience and you know whether people can have beliefs or not without them being materialistic or even alive. You know, it, it the funnest time one of the funnest times I had on the show is when we were talking about robot brothels with a <laughs> philosophist on the show. That was a good time because we we're like, yeah, that's just 
that's just more ammunition for the robots to kill everybody. And I hadn't <laughs> watched up the entirety of Westworld, and I, I get it now. I really do fucking get it. So <laughs> I think also the other thing to remember, too, is that words are supposed to be fluid because they get us to be able to communicate abstract mm -hmm. thoughts. So they're right. supposed to be able to, to be fluid. And I don't think that we necessarily should ever try to gatekeep uh, what anything. Yeah. yeah. So no. let's just, and it, you know, let's keep talking about it because I think it's hysterical and let's mm -hmm. keep doing it. But yeah, yeah don't keep But the other thing it. that reminds me, the other thing that the problem that I really had with it was um, even if you accept Aaron's definition of atheist, that would make a rock an atheist. How useful. That would also that definition, yeah. but you here's know, the thing. it's really not very useful. That also makes the rock a pedophile. The rock yeah. is also, you know, any other label you want yeah. to throw at it, you know, it could be that way because if Just it can like, have a like, belief in the thing or a lack of exactly. belief in a thing, it has to have a the ability to have beliefs or the ability to have, you That's know, right. like, this rock is a fascist, this right. rock is an anarchist. <laughs> But at okay. the same time, with the same time, with that rock being unable to answer for itself, it is Schrodinger's rock, where like <laughs> all labels attach to it at all times. You know, right. it doesn't matter. You could call it, you could call it whatever you want: living, dead, uh, fascist, pacifist. You could be all of these labels, but because it doesn't have any sapience, there's no way that you're going to know because it and can't I tell you what it is. And I exactly. definitely want that shirt, Schrodinger's <laughs> Rock. <laughs> yeah, Rock. Uh, patent pending, you can't steal it from us. We'll, I'll, I'll come after you with a strongly worded email. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in, which, in which I'll be way too fucking polite. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I don't know how to write a mean email. <laughs> uh, so anyway, go look that up. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and if you've missed it, yeah. You haven't missed much except for what we talked about here. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. Bumblewaya tuna. Bumblewaya tuna. Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee tuna. Ace Ventura, pet detective. How are you this afternoon? All righty then. Excuse me. Your balls are showing. Bumblebee tuna. All right, folks. Um, Jerry Falwell. Let's go ahead and talk about him because I've been meaning. Uh, I. You can't. God damn it! You can't see that photo and not talk about Jerry Falwell. <laughs> So earlier this past week, Falwell made headlines for posting and then deleting a picture on Instagram. Guys, you don't have to share everything on Instagram. <laughs> you, you don't have to share most anything on social media. You don't have to. So if you put it out there and then you get super worried about something you might have said, you probably shouldn't have posted it. You know, and but the problem is, is like, this is the Internet. And <laughs> Once it goes away on there, the once it's there, it's, it's there forever. Oh, and I'm <laughs> screenshotting it. <laughs> <sighs> so in, on Instagram, which his arm was around a woman who wasn't his wife. He, oh, hang on. This is Jerry Falwell Jr. The 
his mm-hmm. father was the fucking was Jerry Falwell himself, the leader of like the Christian extremist movement in the seventies and eighties. Like, actually, the moral it was really that. It was yeah, the moral majority. There you go. Uh, this is his kid who has been busted numerous times with all sorts of other scandals that we have, but nothing really able to stick. And I'm surprised that this is the thing that finally was able to stick because. First of all, a Christian guy should not have his arm around anybody else's woman except his wife. He should not have that. It shouldn't be the. I mean, if he wants to, I mean, and it's consenting in our world. Yes, in our world. Yes. In the Christian community, like even Mike Pence can't be in the same room with a female staffer unless somebody else is in there with him. Scandalous. Yeah, so he, Jerry Falwell on the boat on the on the yacht as he called it out there, so some m- massive fucking sink of money where uh, Liberty University is put like let's just put it this way they rent this fucker out on a weekly basis for two hundred thousand dollars so you yeah. know it's got to be a massive fucking boat you know <sighs> so anyway he had arm around a woman who wasn't his wife with their bellies hanging out. With their pant flies down, and Falwell is holding a glass of what he called black water, is what the quote says here. So, and here's the Instagram. It says, "More vacation shots. Lots of good friends visit us on the yacht. I promise that it's just black water in my glass. It's a prop only. That's a fucking cocktail." <laughs> yeah, you could have said it was a soda. That's all you could have right? said. It was just no, a soda. He, you know, he, he could have said, "Welsh is great, man." You know? <laughs> But he, the fact that he called it Blackwater is just a. I have to play the fucking referee here. Like, just hang on. Prop. Flag. That's a fucking flag on the play right there. That's, right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Look, man. I remember the first time Mama heard the Doobie Brothers thing in Blackwater. And she just looked at me and she said, Oh, but they're talking about moonshine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good song, though. That is. <laughs> yeah, so. So Jerry was sailing the love float. Was Gavin McLeod the captain on this one, or did well? well? No, the the fucked up thing here is like they're trying to play it off as that they're taking part in some sort of Trailer Park Boys theme party. Trailer Park Boys, it's a uh, I think it's a CBC show that made it yeah. here, made it big here in America. Um, but it was a apparently a costume party. I'm I'm sorry, I don't I don't watch that show, so I don't know if flies being down and your fupa exposed as being part of the one of the characters on the show but a evangelical conservative christian right. guy should not be walking around with his his dickety do just hanging out well, of his fly no, no, every good christian supposed to be wearing tidy whitey and he shouldn't be wearing these blue bikini pants maybe he picked that up from his 1.8 million dollar pool boy stud <laughs> and I'm not going to shame the guy because I'm out of shape too. But at the same time, I know better than to walk around sharing a photo of something like that. Like, yeah, with this fly Jerry, open, Jerry. Nobody wants to see that. No, nobody wants to look, see that fucking video. Look, back in Pittsburgh, if somebody had their fly down, we used to say Kennywood's open. <laughs> oh no, you say that 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 the, the AC's open. You know, AC's out. So it, and. Oh. Hammett here points out what I was thinking as well. This came from the Friendly Atheist. Says, it's telling, however, that this is the scandal that broke the camel's back from Liberty's Board of Trustees. So 
if you haven't heard, he's taking a uh, un unprescribed leave of absence. That's going mm -hmm. to be. Uh, I've got the exact quote here. It says it's a one issue, st one sentence statement saying that follows. Falwell is going to take an indefinite leave of absence. It says. The Executive Committee of Liberty Universal University's Board of Trust. Oh, sorry, Liberty University's like in. It's in a bumfuck area of wherever it is in America. So, the Executive Committee of Liberty University's Board of Trustees, acting on behalf of the full board, met today and requested that Jerry Falwell Jr. take an indefinite leave of absence from his roles as President and Chancellor of Liberty University to which he has agreed effective immediately. He got kicked out of the fucking school that his father started. <laughs> so let me guess what, what next he's going to be doing the um, Betty Ford clinic. <laughs> I'm just wondering whose suite he's going to be using, like the Elizabeth Taylor suite. Somebody out there just needs to create the meme of every single scandal that he's been involved with. And then at the bottom, be like the one that broke its back, and it'd be just the this picture. One. Well, here's the <laughs> thing: it's like, picture. as as him in here says, it's not Falwell's racist tweet he sent back in May. Mm -hmm. It's not the way that he targeted reporters who were doing their job. It's not the way his racism caused black athletes to transfer out of Liberty over the past several months. It's not because when a parent questioned his decision to reopen the school, he called the father a dummy in quotes. Uh, it's not like his lies about the origin of coronavirus. It's not the sweet land deal he gave his personal trainer. Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> Another mm -hmm. guy. Um, it's not the pool boy scandal. It's not the way he censored the school's own journalists. It's not the distribution of racy personal pictures that somehow involved, involved Michael Cohen. None of that. <laughs> it's the nope. yacht picture that it's did it. Definitely it. So, that. Yeah. Don't show your belly button. I mean, it's just... Uh, I, I get how this could be the because a picture speaks a thousand words and this one is just like there's strike one arm around some lady that you don't know and both of your underwear are showing strike two you have a glass of black water and like strike three you're doing this on school you're, you're putting it just out there you're, you're not even yeah. trying to like keep it secret keep it quiet or anything you're just like he posted it himself it's yeah. not like somebody else posted it yeah. for him to try to shame him yeah. or something like that. And, he and did it himself. Yeah, but, strike four. Like, I'm, waiting for the 20, I'm waiting for the 23 and me test from both of them. That she's supposedly pregnant. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, um, guys, don't use Ancestry.com anymore. Oh. <laughs> I want to warn everybody years. out there. Don't. I mean, first of all, you shouldn't be using shit like that anyway. Don't give people information that they don't need for free. Um, especially not your genetic information. Uh, and so ancestry.com is, uh, was just recently acquired by Blackwater. So yeah. Yay. <laughs> oh, there's the Blackwater tie in. We can start a yeah. whole conspiracy theory about that now. Oh God. Uh, the Q people <laughs> probably would do something like that. If this guy was, was a liberal. So, um, it's, it's crazy to me that I think he's, there's a good reason that he might be doing this and that's to avoid the COVID shit that's about to happen on that mm. campus and mm. could be a convenient way of him being able to sidestep it. But oh, I don't know. But he's going to be back. He's oh, of course he will. No, he's, he's, he's never going to be gone. He's the he's, turd he's, you can't flush. He, look, look, he's, he's going to do the Jimmy Swagger thing. He's going to say, I have sinned against you. You have tears falling down like the Niagara Falls. And the mark will take him back. Yeah, it's the, I beg you, forgive me. 
Again, wrong business. Wrong fucking business here. (laughs) If I had some sort of moral failing like that, people would be like, well, actually, I don't know. This audience would be like, go you, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you do you, boo, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But if there was some sort of puritanicals like section of our community out there, they'd be like, I'm shocked and I'm never going to support you again. And then we'd be canceled. I don't believe cancel culture, but I'm just having fun with I'm having fun with stuff that's never going to happen, A, and also B, it's, it's just fun to think out loud about these whole things like rocks being atheists, but yeah. uh, so anyway, it's just Jerry Falwell is just fucked up big time out in public, and I, I can't help but laugh at it, <laughs> so yeah. just, oh man and I, I have never taken a picture with my shit hanging out I've just never done that I just I mean, I have, but, you know, it was on purpose. It was on purpose. It probably <laughs> meant for a very select audience, you no. know. <laughs> I'm so self-conscious about my looks. I don't even like wearing shorts. Saying, I'll wear thigh-high shorts. I don't care. <laughs> right? I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. look at my thighs. Fuck you. <laughs> come come at me, bro. <laughs> no, I'm worried about See, my that legs. Veganism's doing well for you. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, my belly. It's okay. Uh, Joe, are you flexing or are you freaking out? I can't tell what's going on over there. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> well, see, at least he has an answer that's not a definitive one. So anyway, that's that's Jerry Falwell for you. Oh my God, this show. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. I think this is a door. There's no name and no number. Let's see it. Sir, are you classified as human? Uh, negative. I am a meat popsicle. Oh boy, it's Matt Powell, who's uh, uh oh. oh, he's catching up to our subscriber count, guys. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Share. Oh, wait, I should I should have got a minute on that one before I dropped the f bomb. I don't care. I don't care if this gets demonetized or not. That's probably a big reason is that he doesn't get demonetized about a lot of this stuff, even though because he's got that Christian privilege going on. Anyway, he's. Coming at us from the Fortress of Solitude. Uh, if you're watching this video, it's he's got these weird reflective shit going on in the background behind him, like like uh, Jor El has just put the crystal like thing in front of him, and he's just I. But he's also got this like weirdly. He's got a weird cream colored sectional with white walls. It's just like, are you sitting in a field of nothing? I I don't get what your background is here. Like at least with mine. You've got Ramiel attacking Tokyo 3. But, I mean, just saying. <sighs> yours, I, I don't, man. I don't fucking know. And anyway, I'm going to let him talk before I judge too too much harshly. Because he's he's my, he's 
he's my anti X. He's anti X. He's jealousy X Y Z. That's through two way from. He's the, he's my C. He's the C, and he fits that. Oh, so, he's a C so old, well. Right? He's the C. <laughs> right. <all> right. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Oh. This is Matt Powell. So evolution. You don't need to introduce yourself on every video, Matt. <laughs> Do you realize? Okay, you could put that little bit at the beginning where it shows who you are, and you. I don't introduce myself. I have this thing over here. I have a thing over here on the top of my head that says who I am. Does it need to be there all the time? No, but I would take it away except for people go, well, that bitch over there is saying the one thing. Be like, who are you talking about? Because all three of us are bitches normally. So (laughs) wait, the lady over there, motherfucker, there's a name tag. Like it's right there. Yeah. You don't. (laughs) I've never visited his YouTube channel. Is it actually called Matt Powell? Matt Powell official. He feels well, like he's important uh, enough to tag on the official I part mean, of it. If, if your okay. channel is called Matt Powell, do you really need to say, hi, I'm Matt Powell? Hey, it's Matt Powell. I mean, yeah. Because <laughs> some people might think it's Martin Landau in a latex I mean, mask. The only, the, only way, the only way it could be worse is if he was like, hi, I'm Matt Powell of Matt Powell official. Oh, <laughs> he would and do me, something like that. I'm Ed McMahon. Okay, so I'm going to back up and let him speak without interruption. Sorry, I'm just, I'm fucking catty against this guy sometimes. I can't stand it. We know why. (laughs) Well, he called me a fag. I'm mad about that still. I'm so mad. Can't you sue him? He's a garbage person. He's terrible. Anyway, I'll gay it up as much as I want, Matt. I'm going to kiss you when I come to to, give you a big old smooch whenever I come and see you in uh, Arizona. That's what's going to happen. You're going to protest the American Atheist Convention. I'm just going to throw my arm around you and make you mine. That's what I'm <laughs> in Minecraft. I don't want you to think I'm going to sexually assault you. No, right. I'm put up my Consent matters. <laughs> Consent matters. <laughs> I'm putting up my deflector screen for Matt. <laughs> all right, here we go. Hey, guys, this is Matt Powell. So evolutionists will all claim that we came from a single-celled organism that came to life millions and millions of years ago by a First of all, the term evolutionists. It it works as a word. I mean, you can use that as a word, but it's just like... Evolutionists, you mean scientists? But but like we were talking about earlier, does that word actually have any utility as far as meaning goes? I mean, who self-identifies as an evolutionist? That's that's not a huge part of my personality nor my beliefs or anything. It's like, I believe in science, therefore... Evolution is part of my beliefs. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to specifically go. I'm a gravityist. (laughs) I am a gravityist. (laughs) The big G. I'm a big. I am a a parabolic (laughs) orbitist. You know, it's just like I am a. I'm a huge fan of doing the quadratic equationist. That's what I am. It's such a stupid label. It's just like. It's so derivative of like something that's even more than just what he's trying to say it is. But anyway, all life, human life came, or not even human life, just all life came from a single cell organism that happened to be, or whatever the fuck he said. But, um, yeah, why to straw man the argument from the beginning? From yeah. the beginning. Here we go. Off on a rock. Now, even if we were to grant this to be true, 
our human genome and the genome of other creatures is degrading over time. Is I, I spent an hour looking for where he would have got this from. I spent a fucking hour of my day that I should have been doing other stuff, you know, <laughs> and hanging the only out with place my kids. You will find it. I couldn't find place, anything. Got, I even well, looked the up. Only place you will find it is creationist. Creationist. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's where I found the, I mean, I looked, okay, let me, let me explain this here. I looked for evidence of this being a thing that happens. That's your problem. Through, right through there. Science. You look for evidence. <laughs> but no, I found it when it comes to creationism. Yeah, it was an easy thing to find. But yeah. I'm like, where did they get this from? I, I couldn't yeah. find anything. I spent a fucking hour reading all sorts of research and news and news and just trying to find something because I hate this guy that much that I'm willing to, <laughs> I'm willing to sacrifice an hour of my night when I should be doing my real job. Looking up <laughs> shit like this, trying to figure this out. But no, your your genetic information is degrading over time for all creatures on this planet. Hang on, we're, I'm going to counter him with some other shit here in a minute. So, for example, my son has 1% to 2% less genetic information than I do. No. 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 <laughs> I mean, citation no. needed for a start. Has he, like, had his genome um, analyzed and had his son's genome analyzed? or? Is he just making a bullshit figure maybe, out of the air? Maybe he figure. just he read yeah. like one of um, Dawkins' books and was like, "Oh, this is the meme thing that he was talking about." I think he's trying to say that there is a mutation rate of about that much between the parent and the child. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like Matt, you're. DNA, as you look at it, is different than the DNA that you have now. Like, it's one of those things where you have you every one of your cells has an approximate copy of what it is that DNA that makes you who you are. But that's why we have stuff like cancer. That's why you have mm -hmm. weird growths and shit sometimes on your body. That's why you have like your little crevice underneath your eye here going on. Like, you have be petty as shit on this guy that's that's why you have a fucking weird lighting system behind you no that's not genetics that's just you being a douche um <laughs> generations have mutations that's how we got from eggs to chickens you know fuck everybody that's like what came first chicken or egg like are you kidding me that's the stupidest goddamn fucking yeah. problem you've we ever know it came first before the chicken or the egg the dinosaur did <laughs> <laughs> which happened to lay eggs you yeah. dumbasses yeah. You know? <laughs> even humans we have eggs right you know? we just still because, have them <laughs> just because they're not covered in fucking calcium doesn't mean they're not eggs you know? People are simpletons. Simpletons all over the place. And I can't even use the terminology I used to like using for that. You can't call them simps anymore because that means something else language these yep. days. Because <laughs> <sighs> language is fluid. <laughs> yeah. That's the theme this week. I swear to Christ. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 1.2% 1 1 your kid has less genetic information than you do. Okay, great. Okay, Matt, let's just... Are you from? No, he's not. He's not familiar no. with the term what a fucking asymptote is. He has no, no. idea what that is. But Teleron, Teleron. I don't either, but you know, I'm just saying. As, I don't. As when you have a, um, a, a function of X, you know, like when you're doing graphs on a calculator kind of thing, mm -hmm. an asymptote would be something that would get close to approaching zero on this 
yeah. this graph right here, but then it would turn into a vertical line huh. because it'll never actually cross zero. Yeah. So as you have a hundred percent of your genetic material, if your child loses one percent of it, doesn't mean that he's left with ninety nine percent. He still has a hundred percent of his genetic material. It just happens to be less of what he has. And and so as you go down and down and down, even if you lose one percent, one percent, one percent every time, that's still going to be a hundred percent of that person's genetic material at the lowest fucking level you can get to. Mm-hmm. It's not like they're going. It's stupid. It, he, yeah. He doesn't understand numbers. No, he doesn't numbers. He doesn't no. understand no. anything. The maths is hard. I get it. Like, <laughs> I get it too. I do. but, <laughs> don't, but you, okay. you could not talk about this. Right. That, that's the thing. Yeah. You could. That's why I don't. <laughs> you but could. This is his grift. I he must have bought his divinity degree from university. Chosen. I hate yeah. it. I'm so mad because yeah. every one of his comments, and I know he prunes comments out, he's just like, we lose everything until we have it all. These videos are great. Thank you, brothers, for that great video of being atheist for 14 years and got called by God to realize evolution is straight from the pit of hell. Like, what are Fuck all of you. All of you. <laughs> <laughs> so well, first off, are those real or are they fake? I don't know. He doesn't have enough clout to get fake fucking comments. I... Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I'm going to talk some more. His son will have 1% to 2% less genetic information than he does. And so what that means is genes are actually decreasing over time. We're losing information, and things are getting worse in our bodies. Diseases are increasing. Viruses are increasing. How, how is losing genetic information, which, one, isn't happening, causing you to get more diseases? It mutates because I mean, it was, I guess what he doesn't understand is that, like, when you have children, your DNA combines with another person. Yeah, guess what? You got new genetic material added in there, and that's why the child isn't quite like the mom or the dad, but a combination of both and their family traits. Well, yeah. and here, here's the thing is that, like, there are very, very specific genomes that are not supposed to be changed. Otherwise, they cause catastrophic failure in humans. You know, there's mm-hmm. yeah. there's certain things that uh, if they happen to be something that gets switched around as a mutation, it's usually an abortion. You know, there's a lot of that where that happens because the child cannot grow if it doesn't have the ability to fucking grow. You know, yeah. certain genes lead to certain things that happen within the body. If you have a gene that's switched off that regulates how nails grow fast or something mm-hmm. like that, that's why you end up with people that have like fucking Harlequin disease, like when they're born yeah. in their uh, reverse ichthyosis or whatever the fuck it is, where they're, they're, they're born with like their eyes flipped inside out and their skin are just solid scales and shit like that. There's there's horrible effects of happening with mutations like that. It's not a degradation. It's not like a, oh, yeah, you don't have this information anymore, because if you just willy nilly just pulled out a yanked out like one percent of genetic material. You'd have somebody that probably couldn't live, man. Yes. There is a lot of junk, uh, as we call it, junk fucking, uh, uh, trying to think of the word here. Non-coding. Yeah, Yeah, non-coding information that you, not going to call it information because that's when they say, oh, it's Mm -hmm. information, so it's in a book. No, it's just, Mm -hmm. you have the the pairings that you have out there that some of them don't do a fucking thing, or as far as we know, don't do a thing. But we can see in other animals or other people uh, or other species that we have on this planet, how you 
use glucose to make ATP. You know, we can see other species that have the same thing that has a, a, a genetic code that says, okay, your food source is going to be this, and it's going to be converted to this type of energy. And we can go, okay, these animals have it, that animal has it, that animal has it, that animal has it. So therefore, we know that had to be a common gene, which came from da, 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 fucking evolution. You know, it's one of those things where if you don't have that switch on for ATP being made by glucose, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 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 I did a little dig in here on Google. Hate and it. It's talking about the genetic decline of human, humanity. And it's this article from, guess what? The Institution for Creation Research. That's the article I read. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the fallen state of man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Garden you know, I actually or, have yeah. a, um, a, a genetic uh, change, and it's actually a vestigial uh, a trait from way before. Is yeah. There's an actual hole right above my ear that actually connects to the sinuses. And it, it's not something that a lot of people have, but it goes back to the genetic time of when we have, like, like that's genetically similar to, like, that lizard DNA. When, yeah, <laughs> this, when you're a fish and yeah. stuff like that. It has no purpose. It's literally just a vestigial trait. But it is from, because I have that, that genetic DNA in me, and so that is the reason why I have a hole right above my ear that goes yeah. into my sinus. Uh, it's an cavity. It's well, like me having a extra cusp on one of my molars back here. Yeah, it's it's me not being able to enjoy cilantro. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's also me yeah. because I have four wisdom teeth. Yeah, Dad had them too. That's crazy. So anyway, yeah, we've let talk for we've gone fifteen <laughs> minutes with forty seconds of footage. That's just <laughs> how we do things around here. Anyway, here we go. So that means that if we go back far enough in time it would trace back to a perfect male and a perfect female, genetically speaking. And it demonstrates that we could not have possibly come from a single-celled organism. But what about the goddamn yeah. animals, Matt? What about those? <laughs> yeah, and, and what about trees and flowers and chirping birds? And no, everything that we share barren. genetic material with. I wish, I wish someone would come to take Matt Bell away. ha ha where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be yes. happy to, happy see, to see those nice there. <laughs> coming to take me away. <laughs> anyway. Classic. More, more of this shit. If there was a single-celled organism at the beginning and we all somehow magically evolved from this thing, then this single-celled organism would have simply mutated to death. It wouldn't have been able to produce anything other than what was existent in the gene code. He doesn't believe code. in us magically evolving, which it didn't happen from a rock, but he'll believe that um, God magically created us. Poofed everybody yeah. into existence Poof. by talking, you know. Because that makes much more sense. Well, that, here's the that's, thing. That's what he thinks the, the, the dichotomy is, though. He thinks mm -hmm. it's evolutionist magic or God magic. And <laughs> it's just such a false dichotomy. <laughs> what I, what I especially works. like about his whole thing right there. He's like, well, if that's the case, then the the single-cell organism would have just mutated itself to death. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. And what, how do you, you do know that some did. <laughs> there were multiple generations that did die because of mutations, <laughs> yes. right? You know? <laughs> Happens all the time. And the thing Millions is, of years. those sort of mutations 
they get weeded out by evolution because mm-hmm. those particular organisms Didn't don't work. get the chance yep. to reproduce. Mm-hmm. And the ones that did, that were mutated at that time, had their own mutated children, which all yes. in turn had their own mutated children. And, and all of this to- nat- wonderful natural selection <laughs> that happens, and they yeah. got to they get to reproduce and pass on their genetic code to another generation led us to exactly where we fucking are today, Matt, you know? Yeah. He, he, he seems to think that you're reducing numbers of, of gene codes instead of just being mutations. And as I've read, there's like something like in a generation, there's probably 64 mutations that are passed. on. Or something. It's not even like a, it's guys. I, I looked into it a bit. Don't take me as a fucking <laughs> expert on this whole yeah. thing. I'm just saying, is that there are mutations that happen in every generation, and it's not something you should be surprised about because it's the entire basis of the mm-hmm. fucking X Men franchise. <laughs> <laughs> and so, natural selection simply selects the genes that already exist. Nope, um, no. it doesn't uh-huh. select anything. It doesn't select anything. That's the thing. There's no agency. We, we just talked about that. Their natural selection is because their genetic code happened to be favorable enough that they're able to pass that on to another generation. That's what natural selection is. Has nothing to do with like a a godlike figure of of Charles Darwin going. This one goes on. This one dies. You know, it has nothing to do with that at all. <laughs> it doesn't create new information. It simply selects. This demonstrates that that single-celled organism would have got worse and worse over time as it reproduced. It would have simply died off. It would have ceased to exist. You see, (laughs) this is where he's making the mistake, because um, natural selection doesn't create. He's correct about that. Mutations create variation, and then natural selection selects which of those mutations are passed on to future generations because they're beneficial in helping an organism live within its environment. But don't expect no him to understand that at all. And oh, the, like she's just Look, said, the no thing is, I think so. he, he understands that perfectly well. But as we said earlier, it's his grift to not mm-hmm. understand. I, you're, I think you're giving him too much of the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he's doing this as a, yes, I understand this, but I need to make money. I oh, think I think he's, he's a... Wannabe Ken Ham, Ken Hoven, uh, oh, definitely, Anderson, a, definitely you know. a Ken Hoven, yeah, yeah. But I think he has honestly deluded himself into thinking that this is how everything is and how it should be because God told me so. You know, this is one of those people that claims on the regular to actually have conversations with a supreme being. You yes. know, I've never been able to claim something like that. never have, never will. And if I do, lock me the fuck up. That's what <laughs> worry about me at that point. <laughs> Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined... Click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. You gonna live alone like I do? Well, guess what? There's stuff you can do to make it not be so awful. Number one, tip number one, spend 
a lot of your time on Sunday making sandwiches for the rest of the week. Then you're prepared, you turkey. The second tip is go to bed early, you doofus. Because when you're sleeping, there's no lonely times. It's just dreams. You can make up your own puzzles. That's not, it's not any more complicated than that. Just finding out this week that the there's a statue of Reverend Billy Graham that's going to be coming to the U.S. Capitol. And it's uh, worth remembering how and why that's happening. And this is come, this comes to us from the Friendly Atheist blog. I tend to crib a lot of stuff from this guy because Emmett's a good guy. I, I kind of like the news that he puts out there, and uh, we deserve, he deserves to have it shared out with everybody out there. But at least I give him credit. So anyway, before when I first read this headline, oh, shit. when I first read this headline, I thought to myself, that's a fucking outrage. Why are we going to have a statue of Billy Graham? out there anywhere what why should that be something that we have and why should that be celebrated rubble 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 i'm fucking mad about this whole thing then uh i remembered and the article helped me help remind me of this because we in the state capital oh, i'm sorry not state capital the the u.s capital each state is allowed to have two statues mm-hmm. in the ca- capital's national statuary hall So to keep in mind, in 2018, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper, uh, a Democrat, asked for a statue of former Governor Charles Acock, who was a white supremacist, to come down to make room for the Charlotte-born preachers. So we're talking about Billy Graham. Legislators in the state actually approved the change in 2015, but the formal request for a statue couldn't be made until Graham actually died. And you remember they laid him in state at the Capitol, too, which Mm. was just I'm more mad about that than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So according to uh, the documents here, there's a 10-step process to replace the statues, and North Carolina has been going through that checklist. Right now, the next step is for a sculptor to create a model of the statue, and at some point, a congressional committee will have to approve it. And in case you're wondering, the $650,000 statue oh will be paid by Billy Graham's Evangelistic Association and not through state funding. Well, I mean, Thank goodness. Yeah. Hang on. Circuitously, mm-hmm. it is state funding that is going to pay for this because yeah. they got their fucking tax breaks. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah but, hey, at least they're paying for it, though, and it's not paying off, you know, like okay, moving yeah. around. So there's one thing where I, I was like, okay, I'm less mad about it now. And the second time, it's like, oh, Every state's allowed to have two statues there to represent people that came from that area. And as much as I may dislike Billy Graham, he definitely was a fucking uh, person that lived, worked, and died within North Carolina. Whether it's somebody you want to venerate or not, uh, I don't think... I, I, I would hope that you would promote people as as we do on this show that are actually good folks instead of, you know, giving your platform to the bad people. But that's a literal platform where you're going to have a near three quarter million dollar statue sitting on. But uh, I, I, as I was starting to read through this whole thing, my my heat was going down. I'm like, OK, I'm less mad about it now, less mad about it now. It's like it just it just goes to show that when you read a headline, don't just read the headline. If it starts to get your dander up, you really need to read into it a little bit more because you could be woefully misinformed by the title of the thing. So 
Uh, anyway, continuing on, it says, after all, he's the guy who once told President Richard Nixon, and in, here's the mm-hmm. quote, yep. this stranglehold, and in brackets, the Jews have, has got to be broken or this country is going down mm-hmm. the drain. Yep. And Classic it's, on, it's, it's, it's on the Nixon tape. Yep. This is the guy who thought that people who disagreed with him would burn in hell for all eternity. Again, statue, U.S. Capitol, great guy. Um, yeah. This is the guy who said that AIDS was God's punishment for homosexuality. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I remember. Right. This is also the guy who urged people in the state to vote against marriage equality in 2012. Mm-hmm. Because of mm-hmm. course he did. Because of course he did. Evangelicals just love that fucking thing. And now that it's not the gays, it's on the transgender people and it's yeah. just... They're going to find someone else to hate after that, too, because once that's widely accepted, they're just going to be like, I hate all those ring nipple people, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of what don't kind worry. of what kind of innate thing about yourself could they possibly hate? I Any hate versus Audi belly I hate, buttons. I hate those bushy eyebrowed, big browed fucking <laughs> Neanderthal boned people. That's that's what they're going to be like. They're going to come for me next. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so this is the guy who responded to Martin Luther King Jr.'s letter from a Birmingham City jail by saying that civil rights leaders needed to, quote, put the brakes on a little bit. Because uh, that worked out well. Wow, that rings true in 2020, doesn't right? it? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's working out real well. <laughs> hey, hey, slow, slow your roll, guys. That's that's not how we get things done. Motherfucker. Like, that's how we got things done 60 years ago. Fuck you. Uh, this is the guy whose biggest claim to fame was perpetuating mythology that, if he had truly inspired the religious right, has steered our country into a ditch. <laughs> As Emmett mm-hmm. says there, uh, it's one thing for Christians to act like he was a great man. But people willing to look at his full resume, his blemishes, and as him in here says, dear Lord, his children (laughs) should be embarrassed by what he's come to represent. So if the statue goes up, Graham wouldn't be the only religious statue in the building. And this is where it hits close to home for me as I read this. It says, Utah has Mormon leader Brigham Young. Yep. (laughs) It's one of those statues up there. Yep. I think we ha- used to have a uh, Philo T. Farnsworth is up there as well. I don't know if they took that down or not. And if you're wondering who the fuck that is, that's the guy that invented the TV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we see Hawaii has Catholic priest Father Damien, uh, but it would go up next to the statue, up next to the statue of the former North Carolina governor, Zebulon Baird Vance who was a slave owner who served in the Confederate army. Um, that's a great stat. I would rather have Falwell up there than that guy, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christ, man. Uh, there's a and lot so, of slave owners in there. You know? I'm sure there is. Yeah, uh, Brigham Young being one of them. So, in other mm-hmm. words, a man who represents uh, bigotry and, ex- of a, and oppression would have a stetch- statue Next to a literal slave owner to finish yeah, out the just, article. Yeah, so. and, just, and just remember how Graham came to fame. It was because William Randolph Hearst decided to puff him up here in Los Angeles. I I just find it fascinating that... Yeah, and, and he got to start with running uh, segregated crusades, too. Well, I mean, couldn't you put up a statue of something that's... I, I find a problem with anybody uh, 
holding anybody up on uh, I can't yes. see. And I I don't make heroes. This is what I'm. I guess mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. And in, in the worst words that I could possibly come up with here is that if you put somebody on a pedestal, you're going to be let down by them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you see them as fellow people, fellow men, fellow women, fellow whatever, um, you're not going to be let down by them in the future. You could be like, well, that's too bad, you know, but at the same time, you're not going to be like, I love this person. They're the best thing ever. And I think that they fucking walk on sunshine and they can't do any wrong. You're going to find something out that they did or they're going mm-hmm. to let you down in the future. It's like you used to really like Richard Dawkins until he yeah. got talking to them about shit on twitter a lot of the time it's like no richard shut up you're stupid now don't i just got done reading the last harry potter book to my kids and at the same time i'm like no jk shut up off twitter (laughs) just get off twitter and enjoy your billions of dollars shut the fuck up you know there's all these people where it's just like you you have good feelings about actually the only person i've not been let down by that's my only idol that i have is uh henry rollins that man does not okay. let me down once, at least as far as I've researched. I, I might be behind on my research there, but I, I genuinely love the man. Uh, people that I used to like, like Dave Brocky from Guar, mainline heroin, died on the tour bus on the way over there. It's like people are going to do things that are going to disappoint you. So don't uh-huh. don't build yep. heroes. Don't don't get a pantheon of people that you put up on a fucking pedestal because ultimately they're going to be deserved deserved to be knocked down. They're, they're, right. It shouldn't be about the person anyways. It should be about ideas did, and you know. things that that will inspire us to yeah. be better humans. Uh, yeah. I, I I don't like it anytime you start putting uh, people up on pedestals and stuff like that because it's like now you're trying to behold like an entire group stagnant of time to stay at like this perfect like picture of morality and that that just doesn't happen that's right because morality moves on and the statue Mm -hmm. doesn't exactly well and as we talked about uh numerous weeks in the past where we talked about okay because ken ham wants charles darwin canceled be like okay cancel him yeah that doesn't make the theory of evolution not exist anymore. And exactly. It doesn't, you can, doesn't mean fact. it's any less true. He might have been a terrible person, and I think that a lot of that's beat up, but still. Right. Um, it's like Martin Luther even King. Even if he was a, an awful, awful person, it doesn't make the theory of evolution any less true, at least in part because the theory of evolution has moved on so far that right. Darwin wouldn't recognize it now anyway. Correct. I mean, because it's, it's more than just him noting diff- like speciation within animals on Galapagos kind of thing. It's a, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot more to it these days, but it, and I'm being trite about that definition there. I'm just having fun with it. But, um, yeah, you have people like, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. There's a lot of shit that's come out in his personal life. Oh, where yeah. you're like, you fucking yeah. dog. But at right? the same time, he pushed the, he pushed the boundary on what was, uh, what discourse was as as a person in this country when it came to race relations kind of thing, mm-hmm. just like Malcolm X. My dad fucking hated Malcolm X because mm-hmm. he was probably was, I don't know if still is racist at the time, you know, and anybody gets worried about a black guy with a gun, you know, it's just, I'm not saying anybody, but I'm just saying in, in my parlance of people, it's like, it's when you watch that NRA video where it's like, Everybody needs to have guns, and they're like, "Whoa, hold up, everybody!" <laughs> like that. Everybody, not everybody needs to have guns, but oh, actually, Wayne needs to buy some more forty thousand dollar Beverly Hills suits. And yeah. and let's not forget that Malcolm X was 
not Christian. Mm. Oh no. <laughs> you know, that automatically knocks him down a peg or two with exactly. these people. But uh I'm just saying that when you have people, people are complex, horrible, shitty, you know. Uh, I'm sure I've done things that if people would find out about them, they'd be like, Ugh. but at the same time, it's oh, like, yeah, same. because I mean, I, I'm a person and I've grown up in shitty circumstances, saying shitty things, doing shitty stuff until I realized, you know, Hey, you should probably care shitty. for your other people. And you, that's a shitty thing that you did and you need to learn from it. I'm not a big fan of like be gone forever kind of shit, because I think that a lot of people can be rehabilitated and become better people. I'm living proof of this yeah. shit. I was a, I was a shitlord anti-fem guy. You know, <laughs> I was, I was terrible, but I, I look back at it and be like, wow, that was a shitty way of thinking about things I mm -hmm. had back then. I I'm glad that I've actually listened to other people and learned how to get beyond this whole thing. And we're beyond the pale. We we're talking about statues, but it's just, I, I guess it just fall. It just hits back home. It's like, don't idolize people. Don't make statues about people. Uh, if you're going to idolize something, idolize, you know, the thing that people was, was glaring them in the face the entire time that you finally realized needed to be something that's reality. Like when we were talking about Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, everybody needs to be treated the same, regardless of, of any kind of innate treat that makes them trait that makes them up. It, it's not something that don't uh, look at Washington and be like, oh, he was a great man, you know, something like that. Be like, no, he led a fledgling country into a into a war <laughs> that yeah. got us independence from Mad King George. You know, I'm not saying that he was a good guy. But he managed to get this country its independence. And uh, with all the fucked up shit that America's done, people still like have a dream about how great America is, even though it's done the fucked up stuff. But the problem is that you have too many people in this country that are like, America, fuck yeah, no matter what this country has done, <laughs> you know, just yeah, waving the flag yeah. all over the place, making fucking statues about shit. And at the same time, there's a lot of people that'd be like, well, I like the idea of freedom of speech for everybody. I like the freedom of assembly. I like all the, the, the stuff that you guys have, but at the same time, you don't even practice what you even preach. And I'm getting them way off the deep end. <laughs> I, I was just looking here. I was remembering uh, what Harry Truman said about Billy Graham. He said, quote, he was one of those counterfeits. He claimed to be a friend of all the presidents, but the son of a bitch was no friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ooh, it sounds like there's some tea there. <laughs> now he's going to have a statue of himself put up in the fucking U.S. Capitol. Great. Good job. Uh, it just goes to show you can grift your entire life and yep. be held in high regard with a lot of people. It's Ain't not a good like person, that's exempt pulpit pimpin'. And yet, we don't have very many statues of Frank Zappa. I mean, no. it's, a, it's a goddamn it's a travesty, damn it. So, <laughs> no, California just simply has a statue of Ronald Reagan and Earl Warren. No, I mean, at least at least Detroit has a statue of RoboCop. I'm going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, if you, if you scratch the, that little top layer of paint off of that RoboCop statue, you're like, wait a minute, he was a corporate product that was created uh -huh. at the, after the murder of a police officer by a drug cartel that was essentially running in the city at the behest of the corporation oh. that made him. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Another movie, baby. You shouldn't watch right away. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's... 
fucking yeah. 80s movies were wild. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, thanks for watching. Uh, like, share, and subscribe. Do all that stuff you normally do. And uh, enjoy and hopefully let us know in comments below whatever you thought of what we talked about here. Well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sass for All right, folks. Well, that does it for us once again this week. If you haven't already, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content we put out. Uh, I'm not going to give the hard spiel about Patreon because uh, coming up after comments from trolls, there's a little bit of a... Uh, kind of a PSA that I want to put out there for people that are that are concerned about Patreon and stuff like that. Putting it at the dead last of the episode after comments from trolls. So if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. It's just mainly me talking about how it helps out creators uh, and how people don't need to fe feel guilty about it. So, you know, you can listen to it or not. I'd prefer that you did. I mean, it, it raises some good points. I support lots of other people on Patreon. People support me on Patreon. I put this out there on YouTube and I make barely nothing off of it. And that's pretty much the point I'm going to hammer home there. So you can go listen to that or you can just take what I said here and walk with it. However, before we do leave, I need to make sure that I thank all of the patrons that currently do support the show. So let me go ahead and get started with our wonderful list that we have here. We have GRX is our one of our newest patrons that we have. An Abyssian Knoll, Andrea Brooks, Bethany Ring, Brooke Moffat, Freethinker215. Hopswatch, James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Madeline Welsh, Apochley, Randall Gaz, Robert X, Ryan, Stacey Startzel, The Godless Revolution Podcast, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, Algatracolis, Andre Skabinski, Azozio is our one of our newest patrons as well. Welcome to the uh welcome to the fold. Ben Roberts, Black Lives Matter Defund the Police has upgraded their level, so thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. Chris Turner, Daisies, Dr. Rick Boddicker, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Glenn Albus, Henry Hutanen, J.LX2, Jeffrey Brown, Jonathan Weaver, Josh Crow, JS23, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lada Nilsson, Michael Murphy, Moody Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, Wade Heaton, Andrew Medina, Becky Scott Fairley, Bicycle Legs, Black Lives Matter to fund the police. I just said that one. Sorry, that's I meant to delete the other one that I had in there. Whoopsie doodles. Uh, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Chuck Pattonod, Corinne Smith, Corey Vanderpool, Eric Archuleta, Gary Smith, Jeff Linville, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Farmentum, name Mr. Bible Pans, Michael Smuda, Micro underscore Warrior underscore zero zero, Mike Yoakum, Nancy White, Patrick Neary, Philip Anderson, Philip Jessup, Ray Kervant, Robert Levine, Rosabelle Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Underscore Society, Tracy Harden, Ardwin, Angelica Pearson, Anwin Davies, CPT Miller 132, or 132, I think is what they prefer, uh, David Hicks, Fire Shard, Jessica Marshall, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, NIJK.Q4, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Jazzy, Joe, 
Matthew James, Michael Lord, Ord Toothman, and Peter Hockley. Thank you all so much. Uh, like I said, you can stick around and listen to the whole thing at the very end if you want to. I'm not going to pressure anybody into it. It's just something that I, I wanted to clear up because we got a comment from somebody saying that, hey, don't shame a, shame people into being being your patrons. Never my intent. So let me let me just say uh, thank you all for, for joining us. Uh, there's going to be more at the very end of this whole thing, like I said. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, mailbag at utahoutcast.com, x at utahoutcast.com. You can hit me up on my on SMS or voicemail. Uh, I probably will not answer phone calls that come into it. So just make sure that you uh, when you're dialing 347-669-3377, you leave me a message and I'll get back to you. Anyway, uh, I'm happy to hear from everybody out there. But with that, it's time to bring episode number 306 to a merciful close. Thanks again to our guest that we had this week. Bicycle Legs came in at the very last second. I appreciate him very much. Joe was jumped quick to jump on. And so was a uh, vegan atheist. Uh, sorry, atheist vegan Coral, who was there for us this week. So thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you for listening. And uh, I'm going to pass you off to the end credits. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. It's time once again for comments from trolls, and uh, we have a couple of uh, good ones today, but uh, the rest of them are just going to be uh, Jesse Lee Peterson stuff. So let's go ahead and get to the first one. This was on a Trump video that I did a long time ago because I can tell by the thumbnail, like it doesn't have the current work that I normally put into those. Uh, this comes from Deep Green Bear is the person's name, all one word, and it says Trump one, because the radical internationalists of the left took up the mantle of the Christian church from the 50s slash 70s and started telling everyone what they have to think if they want to keep their jobs. I wasn't around for either of those decades, so I'm not right. going to I was, and, uh... Is this like a veiled McCarthyism that we're talking about here? That's, or what, they're, that's what they're talking about. It's like the start of the religious fight against the mainstream Protestants and Catholics. Oh, is this maybe in relation to, like, the cancel culture? Yep. Like... That's what they're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we, they just wanted to make sure that there were no more Martin Luther Kings coming up challenge system could we talk about the fact that trump won because you have a system where somebody can win even if they get three million fewer votes than the other candidate and mm -hmm. is completely not qualified to do so now is yeah. the is the parliament in australia the same way you guys vote a party and then they get to pick the leader of the party 
Um, yeah, uh, the they, prime they, minister they, at that point. At that point, basically, we have like it. It's like your House of Representatives. House also called House of Representatives. Yeah. Um, the party or coalition that has the majority in the parliament forms the government, and the leader of that party is the prime minister. Okay. And the the leader is picked by the the parliamentarians. Because I knew that's how it ran in England. I didn't know if it ran pretty much yeah. the same way. It's pretty Australia. standard Westminster system. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Trump won. Okay. First of all. I'd argue that he didn't win. Right. You know, yeah. He he won the electoral votes. It wasn't a landslide that like the Chud says it is, but it, it no. Well, and radical internationalists of the left. Yeah, that's John Bircher's stuff direct. That's, yeah. yeah, that's the, the anti globalist this is, yeah. conspiracy <laughs> nonsense. Yep. Yeah. The the Council on Foreign Relations. Back in the sixties and seventies, was a big bugbear of the John Birch Society. They said, "Hey, how's that? Uh, how's that globalization working for uh, the European U- European Union? How's that working for them? Oh, they seem to be doing all right. Okay, great. Yeah. Hmm. It's almost they- like if you cooperate with other countries to make trade fair and equitable, it the rising tide brings up all the boats. It's almost like we should have a one world government where we try to help each other out. Huh? It's amazing." Everybody be like, X, what are you talking about? Man? Don't do the no! <laughs> I'm a fucking globalist, man! <laughs> Illuminati confirmed! That's right. That's right. You're part of the Illuminati. Sure, if Felicia was here, she'd be saying, no. No, gov- no governments at all. <laughs> <laughs> Total anarchy. Let's do it. Well, she's not here for this week, so she doesn't get to have a comment on any of this stuff, so she missed her chance. Anyway, so uh, it says... Trump does not care about Karen and Gary's feelings. Karen spelled K-A-R-O-N. K-A-R-O-N. Karan? Are, are they trying to make a joke about Karens? Or I don't know. I mean, that's a really Karen they come up, they're, Gary's they're coming feelings. Up with Gary? I haven't seen mm. Gary. I haven't heard Gary either. And so that is why he won and will win again. No, he's going to win again oh. because he's going to cheat like a motherfucker to, to get right. it. Yep. yep. Got the shit I, he's I, doing with the post office right now. He's doing the post office. And I don't know if you guys heard, but you know how many phone calls he had with Putin in 2019? He had four. He had four phone calls with Vladimir Putin the whole year in 2019. Yeah. In 2020, is, he's had yep. seven already. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. And we're only in August, so... <laughs> sounds like a monthly meeting. Yeah, pretty much. So we have a uh, Louis Cornejo uh, is talking to us about Jesse Lee Peterson on John Lewis, and I wrote in quotations, He did! So, he did! Uh, not surprising, ellipsis. The same was said about Jesus, ellipsis. The same he, thing was said about Jesus. He dead. Okay, that's fine. He, he dead. He dead. <laughs> uh, in fact, they were chanting, quote, crucify him, another ellipsis. Familiar? Question mark. Four period ellipsis. Are American soldiers that fought and some that died for you to have that laid back privilege? How do you know I didn't fight for any laid back privilege, mm-hmm. dick? Uh, capital, they were and are real heroes. 
Not he's trying to say that John Lewis wasn't a hero. Like now, the only fuck way you. you can be a hero is if you've served in the military. That's what it sounds like here. And I went and rewatched uh, Starship Troopers this past week, and um, yeah, that movie still holds up as fucking fascism. The movie, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like done. Paul Verhoeven did such a good satire of it that a lot of people don't realize that that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like, I want to live in that society. Like, really? You want to live in the society where, like, they go... When the, one of the generals came up and he said, we need your sacrifice and your blood, you know, mm-hmm. for against this enemy threat that we have. Or a, a murderer was tried today. Execution tonight at 6 p.m. All channels. You know, it's just like, there's a lot of people that don't realize that that movie was very subversive. And Absolutely. <laughs> Or how about the fact they they send them to war with weaponry that does not fucking work against the enemy hardly at all? Yeah, <laughs> I love. But even still, so I mean, I can't believe like every time I hear this argument, I'm like, seriously, how? Like, it's literally written into our constitution that uh, we have the freedom of speech, and it is we the people that govern this nation here. And so it literally is protest is patriotic. So what he was doing by standing up against what, you know, what all of us agree is a really shitty system is just as patriotic because he was going against the systems that are in place. So he's saying that this system is unfair and it's still unfair to this day. And he stood up against all those people anyways. That takes some major cojones. And like, and they got beat and they got, and they came back and kept asking just, just for basics. His rights, you know, basic rights rights. should have as a citizen. Uh, He says, just because you spent your life in Congress and marched along Martin Luther King during the civil rights era doesn't qualify you for the label of hero. You need to research John Lewis a lot more than what you're getting from Jesse Lee Peterson. You are ignorant about what that man has done. Oh, hell of a lot more than that. Yeah. Say what you want. It's your privilege, but don't try and convince your audience you of your twisted. They forgot the of. So don't try to convince your audience your twisted rhetoric. I'm not here to convince anybody. I'm here to entertain people, talk about stuff and have a good time. I. uh, if if I happen to change your mind, you need to question why you're changing your mind. You you might want to do some more research on this stuff. And admittedly, for a lot of the stuff that we talk about on this channel, I'm not an expert. Uh, I I never would be a biblical expert. I'm a very I'm an expert on very small segments of stuff that goes on in the real world. You know, it's like I've decided to eschew most of the stuff that happens in the real world because fantasy world's a lot more fun and I can I can read a Wikipedia and understand that a lot better than you can understand what's happening with our government. You know, it's it's a lot easier to, to understand the world of uh, Song of Ice and Fire than it is to understand the GOP in 2020. Let's just put it that way. So <sighs> Anyway, uh, moving on, it says, uh, most have a mind of their own. One thing that JLP says, and I'm just skipping past all the ellipses, there's been quite a few. Uh, JLP says and brings challenge in parentheses for those that know it all. Yeah, JLP. Yeah, he's challenged all he's, right. He's, he's yeah. willing to challenge people on things. 
And he says, uh, "Is name one thing I said that isn't true?" All of it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Most him being a what? What did he call him? A race hustler. Yeah. And somebody got mad at us. Like you don't even know what a race hustler is. I'm like, yeah, because it's a nonsense term. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's what the John Bircher and J. Edgar Hoover and the conservatives used against Martin Luther King in the sixth. But that's coming up in the, the second comment once I finish this long ass one that we have here. So, uh, and you know what? I never see many takers on that one. So instead of saying, I can't believe he said that, quote, the real question is, or should be, why did he say it? Because the man uh, has no filter between brain and mouth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he and doesn't because put his brain very, in gear before and he because he's like, very, very ignorant. Side yeah. note, Ag. Yeah. All the ellipses in this particular uh, comment, are you sure they are just ellipses and not Morse code? <laughs> There's yeah. quite a few four dots and a handful of three dots. It's just, it's it's amazing to me. It's like you could put a couple of dashes in there. Maybe I'd believe your message a little bit better. But um, <laughs> last one that we have here is from Cryonic. And this is the person that I was talking about here. And it's the number two dumb betas, Kyle and myself, two dumb betas doesn't even know what quote race hustler is let me just correct you here two two dumb bait dumb betas do not not does not do not even know what race hustler is yeah because like i said it's a made-up fucking term oh wait sorry he's calling me out here shit he says pseudo intellectual arrogant liberals i don't know pseudo intellectual i I don't ever pass myself off as an expert on a lot of things. I feel like I can have conversations and approximate information with just about everything that we talk about here, but in no way would I ever say that I'm some sort of expert on this kind of thing. I mean, yeah. that's part of the term, right? Because uh, you're you're not cocky and arrogant about mm. that's about the things that you don't know, unlike some people. Yeah, <laughs> him with the stupid or Dinesh Souza. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't view myself as arrogant. I mean, there might be times where I get to be like a little bit poly prissy pants, but it's like not a lot of not a lot of times on the show. It's just like when it comes to producing podcasts or making YouTubes, I know what the fuck I'm doing. But at the same time, it's just like, like, if I honestly don't know something, the, it, an arrogant person doesn't go, huh, I might be wrong about that. An arrogant person would be like, no, rocks are atheist. <laughs> <laughs> And it says at the very last year, nothing to watch here. Well, that that's great. I'm glad you watched it and left a comment. So that way we got uh, the the algorithm decided to devour whatever it is you gave us. And audience interaction. Hey, guess what? They're going to be suggesting more of this to you. And unless you actually did that thing where you click the three dots and you click the don't show me this. But most people don't do that. They, they're too lazy to follow through <laughs> beyond the one click that they have to do. But that's all we got for uh, comments this week. I tried to see if I had any more tonight. And um, there was a couple of really great comments from some of our normal commenters. Coral, you're one of them as well. Uh, but I just didn't bring it up here because it's just, it, I felt like this was enough that Kyle and I called it um, anything Jesse Lee Peterson is immediate fodder that people. <laughs> it is the it is the turd that brings the flies. And it's so, mm-hmm. crack for the crackball. Yep. Mm hmm. It's easy. You know, you don't really have to do much thinking when you're watching a, a Jesse Lee Peterson mo- uh, 
video you know you don't have to research anything it's just well that's half the fun of doing these parts here right? it doesn't take much thinking to use their shit against them so <laughs> you don't have to research anything with jlp because there's nothing there's nothing there it's for the free it's content just, I, I just want to know who finances I would think the Koch brothers or I mean, the wind that welfare money. I mean, it's all. Oh, Did you hear that Trump like called Sheldon Adelson? Yes. Demanded more money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For people outside the United States, Sheldon Adelson or Adelson, whatever the fuck his name is, is Adelson. a is a um a casino tycoon that has he's one of the few people in the GOP that can, or that supports the GOP that can cut a nine figure check to support these people. And Trump had the gall to call him and say, you're not supporting me hard enough. (laughs) (laughs) The main donor that he has for the fucking GOP. It's crazy. Uh, But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's more stuff without this, but uh, thanks for listening. Everybody we will catch you next week with another one of these. Ooh, you better believe that's a bad one. When we ask for people in our videos to to uh say hey if you if you're missing if you like you're missing out if you have fomo or something like that it doesn't we're not like negatively trying to get people to come we're not guilting people is i guess the the terminology i'm trying to come to here is like if you can and you feel like you might want to see more of what we do it's a good fucking bargain what we put out there it's not it's it's not like I mean, at, at the very most, like if five bucks a month gets everybody everything they could possibly want. More than that, yeah, I'm I'm sure there's stuff that you would probably like to see more of. And I mean, shit, you're not even a patron, and here you are on the show. I have other people at the guest host level where I probably should have invited them. Sorry, guys. And <laughs> but most of the time, I put the post out. Nobody says anything except Joe. Um, <laughs> Sorry, man. No, no, it's fine. Bad habit. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, yeah, I don't do a lot of the reoccurring stuff. Um, but what I do is I, I buy shirts like this one. <laughs> I love this, that shirt. <laughs> that one's from uh, it's from uh, one of the YouTube channels. What's the safe word? They're amazing. They do kink uh, education and stuff like that. And so, uh, you know, I find I, I buy the merch. You buy them. You, you do the merch. I, I buy the merch and then I wear the merch. Well, and the the problem I had earlier this week is that somebody caught our previous like a uh, patron show that was like six months old and they were kind of giving me a hard time and they deleted their comment. So I didn't get it in for posterity, but they, they were talking about how, Hey, I live on a fixed budget. I can't afford to do this every month. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, and I'm not saying that to, you know, downplay what they're saying, but at the same time, it was a long fucking comment about how they can't afford a dollar a month. And that's fine. If you can't, I'm not going to give you shit about it. But people need to realize that is the model. You know, that is the business model. Yeah. Guys, I I don't make anything on YouTube. I don't make any, like, I only have 7,000 something subscribers. And some people be like, that's a big fucking number. Oh, please. Now, my mind was blown when seeing Logan Paul with, what, 20 million subscribers? And he's getting 100,000 bucks a a month from YouTube. And I'm saying, oh, man. And but at that level, at that level, he has people working for him that work for YouTube to tell him what he needs to do more of. Yeah. And I like 
I, for me, it's uh, more of the, I watch, like I watch so many different creators that I'm like, yeah. I want to support you all. And I can't. So and that's my problem. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I subscribe to everybody. I share as many things. Um, by the way, I did include you guys, um, Utah Outcast for vulgarity for charity. Um, I'm still so waiting for that too. I, I know. I'm still waiting <laughs> for that to come because I'm like gonna clip it, you know? <laughs> like, right. I'm just and waiting it'd be funny, for it. It'd be funny to because we did Kyle and I did a thing where uh Riss McCool and uh, Ari Stillman roasted both of us and oh like we're a budget version of fucking uh cognitive dissonance or something like that's that. like, great oh my gosh that would have been like, hilarious yeah i i, really I need it funny. i need it in my life <laughs> and so i find my own w- ways to support where i can right but at the same time okay so patron stuff that we do out there the the patron shows that we do we're about to record one here in a minute they stay exclusive for about about six months because i suck at keeping time and it's sometimes i need to a break and stuff Right. And so it, it's a period of you're not being able to access it until that time passes. And with like live streams nowadays, you can watch them as they're recording or you could find it on various routes that you could find other stuff out there. But on YouTube, it's not available for a year. And that's not a ton of stuff. But at the same time, like you're not getting the uncut stuff. That's the I, I will die on this hill. Uncut stuff has to stay at a certain level because. That's the entire oh, that's fucking show, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we put up stuff in the uncut every week. Every week, because like we we for people that might not be new, that might be new to Utah Outcast, we uh we use whatever topic that comes up in the news for us to springboard for us to talk about that topic plus and ultra you know anything that we might want to talk about when it comes to nerdy shit, you know we. We have no qualms about, you know, that's cool, but let's talk about this instead. You know, there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing stopping us from doing so. And so, I mean, I don't want anybody to think that you have to support the show via Patreon, but that is the, that is in this world, the business model. We don't make money off of YouTube. The, the times that we do, it's wonderful because it buys gear for the stuff. It buys us stuff to take care of licenses that we need to get out there. That's great. But the money has to come from Patreon or, you know, places like Streamlabs. We don't do a lot of live streams. We do the stuff every week, but it's like an hour. There's not a lot of like five or six hour sessions that I can have anybody else commit to. <laughs> and I'm, I'm imagining virtually every video on YouTube gets demonetized anyway. A good chunk of them, because there's a yeah. lot of stuff that just it. And I've learned better how to mark them now. I still have yeah. to fight tooth and nail to have the things put up there as, as monetized. And I don't put things up there as monetized in order for me to make cash off of it because we don't get the views to make the kind of cash that people think. I put them up there as monetized because that way they will show up in algorithms that other people will click on. You know, if you like this, you might like this. Because if you're demonetized, that mm-hmm. shit doesn't show up anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That video is just as good as dead to YouTube. I mean, unless you're sharing it directly to your own audience, it just doesn't exist. But that's the algorithm. That's how YouTube works. But P- Patreon works is that it, it directly affects the people that are doing the show. If you can't afford to do stuff via Patreon, I say this every end of podcast, don't do so. Just word of mouth, share it with everybody else out there. And if you feel, if you honestly feel guilt about not being able to support somebody, that's your problem. That's not mine. <laughs> mm. 
And I wish I could support a lot of other people out there. And I, I put oh, out, a, I pay a good chunk every month for Patreon patrons out there that I, I, it was a lot more previously. I had to scale back quite a bit, uh, but I was paying probably about 50, 60 bucks a month on patronage that I had out there. Uh, one guy in particular, Almanium, um, really funny anime reviewer guy wears a, like a silver wrestling mask to do his mo- his <laughs> anime reviews. Fantastic guy. Tripped upon him from nowhere. Nobody cared about this guy at the, at the time, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to become his top patron because I remember how great it felt to have somebody join at that top level. And you're like, somebody believes in what I put out there, so I right. wanted to be that guy for that for that person. So Almanium, I don't know if you're watching this, probably won't be, but um, love you, man. <laughs> but uh, it's just one of those things. Like it makes the creator feel good. It does good things for them. But at the same time, if you can't do so, don't feel guilty about it. Just let that shit slide off your back. If you're if you're listening and I say, if you're missing out, you should uh, join us on Patreon for a dollar a m- as little as a dollar a month. You know, if you can't, don't. You know, uh, <laughs> but at the same I, time, I, don't come in and make comments about how quit shaming me. Come, come the fuck on, man. There's I'm much other. There's bigger shit you need to worry about. You know, it's not it's, about you. <laughs> as far as Patreon perks and that sort of thing go. I think Utah Outcast gives some of the best bang for buck. Yeah, and so. it's it's a corner that I've painted myself into <laughs> over the last couple of years. Well, come on, you <laughs> are probably the hardest work, working. He's, like, he's the hardest working man on Patreon. <laughs> hardest oh. working man on YouTube. Right on YouTube. Wait, you someone talk, grab you his talk. cake. You I'm fucking hustling. Head. I'm I'm hustling in the hopes that one day it will mean something. One day, one day it will take off. One day it'll take off. One day I'll have more subscribers than my videos that I have out there. But you uh, talk always need to be satisfied. Well, that I'm I'm glad, Bob. Oh, but I'm I'm, I'm, I'm easy. <laughs> That's we learned from the the live stream this week. But anyway, guys, don't don't let um. Don't let your own feelings of like uh, inadequacy make you think you have to give to the show. You don't. But if you if you decide to, and I'm not going to give the spiel, I'm not going to sell you guys on anything here. But a dollar a month gets you commercial free podcast. If you want to listen to the entire podcast, if you are somebody who watches this on YouTube, that doesn't really matter. But you get everything that's going to come up throughout the week on a podcast on Monday. Instead of having to wait day to day to day to day to have it there. But I like watching people's faces on videos more than anything. But that's me. It gets you the patron show, gets you the live streams. And, you know, I said I'm not going to sell anybody. That's kind of what I'm doing right here. And I'm not trying to do so. I'm really not. But it's just, God damn it. Don't, don't feel bad about it. Don't get mad at me about it. Because that's the only way shows of a no-level tier as where Utah Outcast is get anything back from the work they put out there. Like I, I put out free shit all week long, free shit. And that's great that you like it, but at the same time, I need to have some sort of return in order to continue to make the show better, make the show work better, have better equipment to do this. Like I wouldn't have the light panels here. I wouldn't have the mixer. I wouldn't have this extra monitor right here. I wouldn't have the SLR camera right here. Like a lot of this is due to the love of patronage that I have out there. And I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be doing it on a shitty webcam and I would be not having the editing tools I need to do it with. I wouldn't have the software to stream it to everybody. So patronage makes this show better. And I'm just, I'm saying that 
not as a beat you over the head kind of thing, but it's just one of those things where I need to remind people that if you want a better show, support your creators. Even if it's not patronage, let other people know that you're listening to us. Like Bob, not Bob, sorry, uh, Joe just had somebody this earlier this week that was talking about, he shared stuff with him about the, the show. What was He found me on Facebook. He didn't realize. And now <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to get him to be, he said he's interested in being a Patreon here. So at least I got somebody for you, X. God damn it right, you know. <laughs> and I've got the new, I've, I've had this iMac paid off for a, a number of years now. I've got the new PC coming in. That's going to be a regular recurring payment for me on that one. So because you can't have a video editing rig that doesn't cost you, oh, about both testicles and an arm at the same time, because, you know, shit for computers is expensive these days. So uh, Mm -hmm. all the patronage is fucking keeping me going. Otherwise, I have to thank everybody out there because I haven't had to donate plasma (laughs) in like six months. (laughs) No, if I can, I would. But I've got. I've got fucking track marks on this arm right here where I've had to donate plasma for years to, to make tell me about the track stu- mark. I know the stuff I like to do on, on the internet has cost me my blood for, for numerous years. And so, uh, with COVID happening, you've made it so I don't have to worry about that shit. So thank you all so much. Thank you for your support. But if you're not supporting us, just tell other people about us. That's all I got to say. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.